Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Hey, welcome everybody to The Roundtable, episode number three. We're excited uh, to be back with you guys. Our co-host, Jenny, the hey. superstar walker, and our guest, Taylor Petrie. Uh, so we want to start off with uh, today a little bit. We're going to get to our fan section later on, but we want to get to know our guest. So Taylor, tell us a little bit about you. Ooh, yeah, where do here we, we go. Huh? I know, right? Oh, no, we can lead you into a lot of places. We can. So, I know. Yeah, so let's just start with the, the generalities. Tell us a little bit about you. All right. And so, make sure you give a shout out to your wife. Yes. Hey, she Erica. does watch. Hey, Erica. Thanks for yeah. watching. She likes me yeah, better. thanks for watching. You're one of the three. So <laughs> shout out to the ghouls as well. Um, so I'm Taylor Petrie. Um, I work here at Life Church. I'm the relational ministry slash small groups leader. Yeah, I've worked here. Just Tell me over you're going to whistle like Thaddeus. I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Not okay, like that. I have to it. use my fingers. Okay, do it. Do it's it. been a really long time since I've okay, done it. Okay, then I to- do it. I taught myself do in it. jail. <laughs> <laughs> you get so bored. <laughs> just <laughs> just, just carry on. No, that, I can do it. That worked. Yeah. Just carry on. <laughs> a dog can hear it because it's so I know. Yeah. It was Whatever. a dog whistle. I was put on the spot. Yeah. Oh, my. Somebody taught you in jail. Yes. Jail tricks with Jenny. Yeah. I got um, lots of them. So, yeah, I've worked here for, what, just over a year. Well, where'd started... you come from? Maybe you should start with that. Oh, because geez. aren't you some, you're somewhat famous. <gasps> Am I? Yeah. Famous. I mean, well, I'm only famous when you? people find me downtown and send me a picture. Why? So, I have a banner. Nick's seen it. Heather Heipel's seen it. A banner? It. A banner. If you go he's straight famous. down Jefferson. Because he's a uh, vet? Yeah. I, oh, po- one of those vets. One of those things. I'm not dead. One of those vets. <laughs> There's literally like posters as you go downtown. And you're yes. on one? I'm like the first one. I'm going to go. Moved s- me. I used to be <sighs> down in the old marsh, so nobody ever knew where I was. I play that game. I'm going to go yeah. take a selfie Fine, by Taylor. it. Yeah. Is it really? I'm going to yeah. drive down. I know. I, I never go down that street. It's funny when people text me like, oh my gosh, you were in the Navy. You know, why, like, I don't, yeah. you know why I don't go down that street? I stay on all the back roads because all of the police in Huntington are trying to arrest me for not wearing my seatbelt. Fun fact. I got so I try serious? to not go on any of the roads. <laughs> you can get arrested I, for that? Yes. I've been, I've been pulled over six times and got six tickets for not wearing my seatbelt. How much are they? Like 50? 25, 25 bucks. bucks. It doesn't even matter. It just makes me mad. It's no. a I principle. keep telling them, do you know there's a drug epidemic in Huntington? Like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> something else you could no. do other than pull Seriously. me over. Seriously. Yeah, I know. A, like, you're a, like, that's what I was saying. You're kind of special. Uh, you weren't just Capital in the S. Navy. He's I mean, you were like a. So I played. Like, are you allowed to disclose it, or is it? Secret? I know. Is that secret? Is it secret? Well, my Navy? Is your file oh sealed? Oh my gosh! I want to know all <laughs> of the inside. Brady and I scoop. were talking about this the other day because I was like, "Well, this is what I think about Taylor." It's like I don't know if that's true or not, and I'm like, "I don't know. Maybe it's a sealed file. Maybe we'll never don't. know." Huh? There's things that I'm not allowed to. Really? Discuss. I mean, yeah. Have you told Erica? She knows most of what I Oh, if anybody yeah. from the Navy's watching, <laughs> send somebody to Taylor's house. This one's going to be the one that goes information viral. to his wife. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I, um, there's just programs and things that I've done that I can't discuss. But no, I know, but you're like a done. rescue swimmer, special yeah, so forces. I was, yeah, I left high school. I ran away from Huntington and said I'd never come back. Yeah, uh, never say never. Yeah, I joined, it was like 2010, went to boot camp. My official title was rescue swimmer, naval air crewman, but 
that doesn't begin to describe like what all we did. I've done all mm. kinds of. Th- I've like hunted submarines, uh, Chinese submarines. Isn't there I've a movie about that? Busted. Hunting Red October. Yeah, or Hunt for Red October. Red Oc- One of Hunt our famous master chiefs was in that movie. Whoa. Tony DeCenzo. What I he really is famous. famous. He famous. He lowered Alec Baldwin on. Hey, he yeah. lived in California, so yeah, he's California. pretty famous. Why does everybody live in California famous? Yeah, pretty much. They think they are. They're high living. Yeah, just because they have a Tesla. So you're re- very true. Why you wouldn't own a Tesla? Oh, I would. Debatable. I would. I would. Have you read his book? Oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. He does awesome stuff, but like, like what? Like, oh, I'll tell you what. Like, he did. who just decides they're gonna send a rocket into space and just right with a car attached to it just because? When did this happen? I thought I, I knew know what you were saying. Did that really happen? Oh, he sent a car into space. Who did? Since when? Who? What? Tesla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't Tesla. His your name's fa- Elon Musk. Musk. Elon Musk. This yeah. was a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah. Listen, he would, yeah. long ago. Like, I would own a Tesla. I would. It okay. tells you, like, you can put on your screen, like, you know how, like, there's this pan, not pandemic, but this, like, when you leave your dog, <laughs> when you leave your dog in a car, there's people that. can break your windows. They have a thing where you can, like, type on the screen, my dog is in here and it is locked or something like this, and my car is on and the air is on. Please do not break my window. My owner will be right back. I have seen that. Okay, so... I won it for that reason. Just think about this. So, Nick, think about all the innovations. Have you ever read the book before? All the innovations that went into Tesla and all the incredible things that happened. And here's what Jenny says. The best thing about a Tesla is they can tell you that your dog is okay. So, please buy a $60,000 electric car. For your car. You would buy it specifically because you can convert them into beds because you can lay the seats down and they can sell bed converting kits. And you and Grace would sleep. If you read the book, the innovations that went into creating the Tesla. And then I'm like, I'm thinking you're going to say something like really That is big. I always about worry about it. people and then breaking you came back my and window. You're like, oh, yeah. Like the well, dog don't take your dog piece. everywhere. He needs to go places. Okay, back on Taylor being famous. So (laughs) Taylor was a rescue swimmer out in San Diego. Yep. I need to know more about that. Fun fact, I married Taylor. Well, I didn't really marry him. Yeah, well, you did. No, I, I was not reading that correctly. Him and Erica. So I I got to do their wedding. Yeah. Well, I know that you did the counseling thing. No, I did. A huh? condensed session. Yeah, where we did my one session. Sat at the table. Shout out to Steve if you. Yeah, watching. Steve Sims. Did he really? He's, yeah, he sat there. He was like, "I'm gonna sit there with you and Hill." And I was kind of like, "Shouldn't Eric and oh. I just sit?" Maybe well, it was because I, I coached Steve. with Steve, mm-hmm. and so Taylor wanted to get married. A small and I don't, world. And I don't know that you had a like a somebody then. Like, well, a no, because we, well, either I that came, or I was the last choice. I came to life. No, from, from a long time. It was ago, the only though. church in Huntington that I really like knew and or trusted. Okay, Cause definitely. Um, yeah, I had intentions about where I was going to get married and who I was going to get married through. Right. And you were an easy connection through Steve um, and then through our family, I think. Um, and then we got to go. And it was a famous wedding at Joseph Dequee. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Oh, did like, you get to do that because your mom? No, actually, I just paid Wait, a lot of money for it. There. No, no. Like, you? you walked out there and you would have thought, like, Wow. What, you had your wedding there or was at it the, the reception? Farm. Yeah, at the farm. All I didn't know it. they have a farm. Oh, oh. it's beautiful. Huh. Yeah, it's a cool oh wedding. Oh, my gosh. Venue. They have a Tesla. Who does? They, they were one of the first the people I ever, I ever saw <laughs> had like this, I don't know what model Tesla, but it was like the SUV one and it had like the doors that open up really? on the side. And I was like, what is this? Okay. But, that was yeah. a while ago. And again, I mean, maybe an important part about the story is, is that when you left from the Navy, yeah. to, when you left to go into the Navy and be married, like this is all happening at once. No? 
were we were dating. No, so no. Eric and I dated since like 2009. We were kind of like in high school. Yeah, I don't know when you're. in We high were school. off and on mm -hmm. in um, while I. So joined. you left and went to the Navy and left her alone. I remember her oh, yeah, talking. She was in high school. Listen, we were hanging out. And I graduated. I remember her talking like about you. Yeah, because you were out in California Aww. and she was here, yeah. and I think it was. When you guys reconnected in that very yeah. beginning stage, yeah. I just remember that time in her life <laughs> of yeah. her, her being just being like, excited Aww. and yeah. I'm gonna be married to a famous. No, lady. she didn't know that then. No, we didn't. Didn't know he was gonna be famous. No, not famous. But she still You're loved famous. him anyway. Aww. Yeah. Well, we yeah we went through a few <laughs> several breakups in the early stages of me being away in the military and her it's still being dramatic. in Huntington. Was she a c senior in high school? We're two years apart. I was a senior and she was a sophomore. Okay. So, so when you left. 17. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And so I left and I had to go through about two years or so of training before I could actually start doing my job. So I went to Pensacola, Florida, and then I went over to Jacksonville, Mayport, which so is So you guys had this like long distance relationship yeah, for a while? It sucked. Yeah. That's, wow. I think, you know, they say distance makes the heart grow fonder. Did it? No. Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> Erica. she knows this. Well, well I loved her, but that's like, hard. It, Long distance we is were, hard. I was like going through my age of 17 to 20, and she was still in high school. Yeah. So I was, it was just drama. And so until we learned to grow like, up. Like, were you worried that she was with another guy? Oh, I would get Did you ever from think about that? that? They were at parties with, and they'd be like, Ooh. hey, Erica's here. And Erica's I'm like, here and I, I didn't saw know her. She, yeah, I Isn't mean, that so annoying? And were you ready, like, because you, at this point you're a Navy I'm SEAL. A so you're thinking, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to so go bad. rip that guy's esophagus yeah. out and drown him at the bottom of the well, sea because yeah, I, I know how. I associated those <laughs> people. I was always just like, well, it's Huntington. I was like, I'll never be back there. And you were okay, busy, so too. so for all you guys that live in Huntington, <laughs> I mean, Taylor just... I counted the town out at hey, the time. Hey, I, I did, too. Okay, but then, that's, but it, I think, how God works. Okay. So I But get you a, weren't a believer. I think... I was a believer, but I was definitely what your stereotypical Christian would have been, who I said I'm a Christian, but I never So you were a Christian the before ones that you went go to into church the Navy. I, But I was never Christmas. baptized. I was never... I just believed there was God, and I believed in who Jesus was. But okay, I so so you guys, how do you get hooked back up? You get. I came home on an extended time of leave um, after I like on purpose. No, just <laughs> normally you don't get is as long as I did. I got like thirty days of leave, which okay. is it was awesome. So I'm um, here for thirty days. Let's get married. Honey. No, we didn't get married. No, they didn't get married so yet. This, is like this was a long out process. Huh? This is like 2012. Yeah, get it right. I'm going out to California. <laughs> And How Erica, do you know the story? Because I know all stories. <laughs> okay. So what's Erica doing during this She time? was in high school, and then she graduated. Okay. Around the time of her finishing high school and graduating, I had come home on that leave period, and we just kind of reconnected, and it was kind of like, it, it was kind of like we had never been broke up. Like you rekindled the flame. That is so oh, cute. We went to a movie. Aww. I forget what movie it was. That's well, like, it have been a real special time. We went to a movie. I have no idea. Asked her out on a date. <laughs> huh? I asked her out on a date. Because uh, it was that good. Then, he doesn't remember. Oh. And then ended up, um, I ended up going to California and I got deployed. And after that, I was like. Um, you I just was, asked her. I, I just remember. I was like, maybe, again, we weren't going to church. And I was like, maybe you should just move out because I'm not doing the distance thing again. And I, you know. So she, you guys lived together in California before you were married? Yeah. How did that not come up in the counseling? Because my father. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Here we go. Taylor, I'm kidding. You need a, a session make, again. Wouldn't another mattered one. me anyway. Now so. I give people marriage counseling, and I. Bring that is. That's <laughs> ironic. That's awesome. I know. But that's yeah. so again, awesome. she came out there. Then you guys lived together while you're in the Navy. And then I deployed again, and she came home. And at that point, I was like, and that was when my my dad passed away. It was a terrible. It was a bad deployment. 
Um, and I remember afterwards, I was like, if she can stick with me through all that, she definitely deserves, mm-hmm. you know. So is it a real life thing married. like the movies, like when you're on deployment, that you can get on a computer and talk to somebody, like talk to Erica? Like you see that on all these, like uh, you can get Navy on a cell phone movies. and you can like, I remember like. So did you call her? Wait, where were you at and during this deployment? She, he can't say. I mean, you can't I've, say the it, country, can't you? I've been in, if it, the Pacific Ocean touches it, I probably That doesn't there. give me a hint at all. <laughs> no, okay, the second deployment, I was in the Fourth Fleet AOR, which fourth is like Central South America. Central South America. And I did counter-narcotics deploy. Uh, Will no, you just no, give me the first no, letter no. of the country? I mean, I've been to Panama, 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 Panama on that deployment. Is that the, the That's hint? like the main port. Is that the hint? That's, 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 the, that's the country. Panama. Oh, Panama. <laughs> the canal. Gotcha. Is that a I'm hint? thinking Panama City. Hint? Well, bad yes, times. But no, Panama. Panama City's in Florida. I know. Uh, oh, I was confused. But Panama oh, City, Panama. Panama. Panama City. Panama. The real Panama. Oh, there is City. a Panama City, Panama? Yeah. That's why you said Panama, Panama. That's really hard to say. <laughs> so anyway, Panama, okay. Panama. I'm there, and Panama. yeah, like I, I use a sat phone to call back when I. So I got a a um, what a sat phone satellite phone. satellite mm. phone. So like I was on a frigate, which was movies? no. I was on like a frigate, which is the oldest ship. We actually sold all of them off. <gasps> What'd you say? A frigate. A frigate. Oh, <laughs> not freaking it. It's I thought you said frigate. old as okay. S-word. So oh. you're so again. Yeah. You get back. Yeah. You get married. I, I proposed to her, and then I get married, and yeah. I said, "Well, we get married," and I said, "Well, we can't do this in California. We have no community. We have no family." Right. And I'm not flying everybody out here. Like I think we were living in right an apartment. So anyway, right. um, yeah, we made arrangements to come back here and get married. I just got to a new squadron, so I was on shore duty. Couldn't be deployed. Right. Life was changing. Got married. Ended up, um, we found a house, which is really hard to find out there. Oh, I bet. And, um, Expensive. That's when, I said when we got married, though, we both said, if we're getting married, we're going to church. And that was kind of a struggle. We always knew, again, always believed, but never acted on it. Right. And so once, once we got married, I remember like two weeks later or something around that time, I had to go to some advanced rescue school. And I, when I got back from Oregon, Washington area, I said, let's put five churches on a list. Just like, I think we yelped, like looked at, like, you what? we like looked at reviews. Of you churches, yelped. Like yelped the app. And then we were like, well, there's a lot of big churches out there. Like the rock, oh, miles McPherson, uh, that's, it used to be C3. Now it's called the awaken or awaken. Uh, I don't know. So there's like all the big pop, all the big churches, like the things yeah. you'd watch on TV. Yeah. I think John Maxwell had a church out there at one point, but anyway, um, we found one that was like two miles from the house and I was like, Oh, I can wake up for that. And <laughs> we went, walked in the door and it changed our lives because yeah. we, the first time that oh, you walked in, yeah, I think really? we missed one Sunday after that. And then we were like consistent members of the church. What was so like, what made a difference on that first Sunday? I think for sure, and it translates into what I do today, Mm -hmm. um, it was the connection I had. Mm, The pastors were at the front door. The the pastors? Yeah, husband, wife. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so they were at the front door. That's cute. Yeah. Being at the front door? (laughs) No, I thought you meant like being husband, wife, pastors. (laughs) Oh, sure. Is that cute, too? That's cute, too, yeah. Because they're working together. (laughs) That would be awful, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... It was just, um, was, it was the church very, big? I mean, no, it was a small church. It was like, I think on like a good Sunday, including kids and everybody, it was like maybe 100, 120 people. Okay. Probably so what you guys needed for yeah, that connection. I definitely like the intimate part and the relationality you could have with everybody. Like, I could know every single person's name. It was something I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. 
and um, tried to find community through that. And just the opportunities I was given as we walked into that church, that's where I could learn how to let my faith grow through just relationships, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because I ended up, so kind of fast forward my military career really quick. I was an instructor teaching kids how to do what I did at, at that time. And I was successful in the military. There's E1 through E9 on the enlisted side. Like and you're an E11. I was, yeah, yeah, right. I was. E11. Wow, you were off the scale. <laughs> I was an E6, which, but I, I, I made rank really fast. And so, like on shore duty, you know, you make rank fast. Life's good. Um, I had a really successful evaluation for our search and rescue program thing. Like live in cloud nine. Took my students out to PT one day, and I broke my hip. <laughs> Oh, yes. I so, know. see, I have been telling the wrong story to everybody. What have you been telling everybody? You I got in a helicopter crash? No. Well, I told cool. people what I thought uh, Judy told me, which was that see? you were on a rescue mission and jumped out of a helicopter <gasps> and broke your hip. And then this was the whole thing when Brady and I were talking serious? about it. Yes. Brady's like, no, he didn't. He broke it in Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. Frisbee. <laughs> I had- and I'm like, well, I'm sticking with the other story because it makes him seem it way does. cooler. It does. I like well, that story. There's two, re- there's two things who breaks that. their hip in Ultimate Frisbee that just came out of the Navy SEALs? Listen, Let's be not nice. Navy Seals. Okay, it was Navy, for a reason. God had a purpose for it because well, it brought yeah. him back here. I call it my Jacob moment. <laughs> God yeah. touched his hip. Yep. yep. Touched my hip. But then actually through that, <laughs> though, what's crazy is I ended up getting offered an internship at that church while I was active duty. And so I lived the last part of my military career working at a church from the job that I had, which is when I, just before that, I had felt called into ministry. I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. I just really felt like that's what I wanted to do. That's what God was calling me to do. It all kind of meshed up. And then, um, yeah, life suddenly changed because I think two weeks before I broke my hip, we found out Erica was pregnant with Rin. So, like, wow. I wasn't supposed to be walking. She was in her first trimester. It was a wow. very hard time at home. And then we're living across the country from everybody. And it's your first child. Yeah. Like, there was all kinds of factors. And then the pandemic hit. And we were like, oh. And that's when I was like, what are we going to do? And you live in California during the pandemic. Yeah, because it was awesome. If you thought it was terrible here. I saw some stuff. I bet. Yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like. The amount of space suits I saw. I have to know what brought you, because I don't even think I've ever asked you this question, what led you here? I mean, I know that you had, um, to Indi- like history. Huntington. Yeah. Well, yeah. To life church. So again, knowing Mike, right. he married us. This was an interesting conversation. So I know. Cause didn't you just ask for a job? We were praying and fasting. <laughs> what, did no, you, wasn't no. that how it was? Well, when I saw you there that day, I'm like, yeah, what I the just, heck is Taylor doing here? Yeah. So you were like, Jenny, is that you? Yeah. Did I not look the same or something? Well, I mean, I've always wondered that 10, question. From 10 years, I, just a few weeks ago, I took, there was a couple guys from a small group who went out for dinner, and I ran you into You didn't a, recognize them? Uh, I ran into a, a friend that I grew up with, and uh-huh. she was working at a restaurant I've never been to, and I was never there growing up. Uh-huh. It's a brick house. Oh, yeah. And, like, I I walked in, and I was like, what are you doing here? She's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's like 10 years of your life. I would like by. to see a picture of Jenny 10 years ago. I had dark hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did. Okay. I had hair. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> that happened. But yeah, I ended up to get to, we were praying and fasting about what to do um, going forward because I was like, I can't do the jobs I thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like all of that's out the window, but I feel really called into ministry, but getting a job at an unpaid position even, how, what's that look like for what our income needs to yeah. be? And so we ended up, I literally, and I still have the message. I don't have my phone on me. 
I was talking with Erica and I said, well, if we had to go back to Huntington, what would that look like? And we both like, she was not coming back. Mm -hmm. She was a, she's a beach bum. She loves the water. She was like, I remember many conversations of we're not going to Huntington. Well, we brought the conversation up and I was like, what if I could work at a church? And she was like, well, what church would you work at? And I was like, I don't know. That is the question. And I said, well, I was like, well, Mike has Life Church. And I, you know, I've seen, I've kind of followed that a little bit and it looked like they were doing good and they were healthy. And, um, and no longer healthy. than I said that, yeah, healthy. <laughs> I got a, uh, of all people, Mike Hill messaged me on Facebook. On Facebook. Just randomly? Nick. Well, randomly? Facebook, I was using Facebook. But just, wait, yeah. randomly? Just randomly? Like, randomly. I mean, I have not talked to Mike been... Hill until he said, I now pronounce what? your husband and wife. No. And he says, hey, Taylor, oh. I've been following your journey. I would love to reconnect. I feel somehow. like you need to tell the story more often because I love when things like that happen. That oh, is so cool. I got the chills. Immediately. Then, you're like, then, I have to. And then he messenger video chatted me. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Step he, up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you knew how to do that. Since then, I doubt. I'm that probably it's the first. Do you remember how to do that? What? To video message? I don't, honestly. But here's the thing exactly. is so that I had been following Taylor's journey because I'd been praying for him since I married him. Okay. With this whole idea that, because I said at the time when we were talking, like, you don't get to do much counseling. And I pray for most of the couples because. Uh-huh. I mean, you never know how things are going to turn out. So it was cool because I was on Facebook following Taylor's journey, and he had been posting things about what God was doing in his life. And so, and I'm in the midst of processing, like, what's going on in my own life? What do I, I'm always thinking of the future. Mm -hmm. So I'm always processing, like, what's to come. And so I'm thinking through things and just like, I don't know, I felt leading the Holy Spirit to say, connect with Taylor. And so I just sent him a message. And it was like in the moment. I I, love that. I still have it because I was like, and I told Erica too, like knowing who Mike is now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) how odd that is. We should actually probably like it can only be God. Like that's the thing. And so, um, yeah, like then I was kind of like, maybe that's kind of like a little tug to come back to the Midwest. But then I came back and typical Mike. Didn't hear from him at all. He said, <laughs> let me know when you're back. I'm thinking he's going to ask me, like, serve at the front doors. And I'm like, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I want to serve. And um, I said, hey, Mike, we're back in town. We're kind of set up. And we're nothing. At, we're at Steve's house. Nothing. For no, how long? I don't long? know if that's completely. For how, how long? long? For yeah. nothing. At least two weeks because. <gasps> okay. Well, because that, that's See, he's true. admitting it right now. Well, no. I this doubt is what that... happened, though. I was sitting at the jail at the dispatch. Were you? Yeah. Getting interviewed to be a dispatcher. You were? And I told Tim Allen, I said, yeah, I don't really want to do this because he was kind of helping me out. He knew I was looking for a job and nobody was hiring. I probably filled out 40 applications. I was going to work as a cash attendant at the zoo. Wow. See, and oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, of all people, you would have gotten, you well, should have okay, had Okay, well, no... finish the story because so, you're making me out to be like. What? <laughs> no, him. I told you this is every man for himself. I know. So this is, I'm sitting literally like in an interview, I guess. And uh, Tim's like, you know, Tim and I, yeah, we're, we're like in like the dispatch area and he's, we were just catching up cause he's, I'm like related to him and we were catching up and I was like, well, this definitely wasn't my first option. Like, but like, I really appreciate the opportunity. Like I really wanted to go into ministry and I really thought like maybe there was something here. It just doesn't seem like it's happening. And he was like, yeah, that's you. Well, but then you, you text me in, oh, that, in the in interview the meeting? and he said, Hey Taylor, or can interview? we meet up sometime next week and discuss some stuff? Weird. And I'm still thinking though, he's just going to ask me to serve. So I told Tim, sorry, I told I Tim, right yeah, Hey, we'll talk about it. Like I'll go talk there. Cause see what this looks like. Cause I was going to put on like seconds or thirds. 
And then um, I met up with Mike, and he was like, no, I'm considering hiring you. And I was like, what? And then see, as he was wow. bashing me, did everybody get that part? Like I come back, he doesn't say anything <laughs> and to here's me. The job. And now I, yeah. Well, yeah. And then what was crazy is I remember. What time of year was that? I remember summer, end of summer. Yeah. No. And so, well, she, Sherry, Sherry had just had her eye surgery. Eye surgery. Because I came I, to your house and knocked on the door, and you were like, "I'm in the party barn." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and you're like, "And you like the party barn." What's at the a party, party barns barn? at our house. What, what's a party barn? It's a barn that we turned into a house when we took in the kids. So it's actually a fully furnished house. On the side? Be- no, behind Just, our house. Yeah. It's as big as our house. Actually bigger than our So big. why is it the party house? It's the party That's barn. That's what you Because when the it? kids had friends party over, barn. they would go out there and party. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh so my Brad Wolf made us a sign made out of a cow that That's says party cool. barn. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. I remember. Then we. But either way, so I had an excuse of why I wasn't because I was in Indianapolis with my wife as she was getting. Not for two weeks. Huh? For two weeks. We were down there for uh, over ten days. Oh, there you go. She had to have that uh, radiation put in her eye, and then had to stay there, and then couldn't come back. So either way. Wow. (laughs) So now Taylor, now we're back to where we started the story, and we're only twenty-four minutes in. Yeah. Uh Only. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's cool because I feel like. In the process of waiting, like we've all heard many of stories, like I'm sure there were things in there that you've learned huh. from yourself, of yourself, just yeah. everything. Patience. Yeah. That, well, I think I always tell people, like, and I would tell people in that time, like, it's always God's time, but I want it on my watch. Isn't that annoying? Like, it, give it to me now. Yeah. It's right. my money, and I, I want, want it, it now. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, that's Best how commercial. I viewed it all, because I was like, God, I really felt like this is where we were ca- getting called to and everything yeah. worked out to get moved back here. Like we got a free move back in the middle of a pandemic. Like I, it was everything lined up except for the job. And I was like, Erica, what am I going to do? And the military severance was messed up because they shut down operations and they had like one civilian manning a desk for everybody. And when you're out wow. of the military and you can't go on base, mm-hmm. like they're, they're expecting you to be like, Oh yeah. Hey, I'll come in tomorrow. And it's like, I'm in Indiana, not Coronado anymore. So right. that's not going to work out. And so it was just, it was a, a nightmare logistically. And I can, it was a, a very like monumental time in our life. I can remember feeling through like, yeah. and thinking through, yes. praying through. That's amazing. I thought what that, that looked like. And I just remember thinking the impossible, like it, it could never happen. And then it did. And then you look back on it and it's nothing. It's just building a testimony. Yeah. Right. And that's what it did. And I do share that with people like, when they're struggling, looking for jobs and, mm-hmm. and you, to really understand God's faithful, you sometimes don't know it until you've experienced something like Amen. that. Right. That's but so true. Yeah. We have kind of a crazy story. And then, so yeah, now we're here and continuing to grow and work in ministry. Um, <laughs> ministry's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go on. Let's talk about, uh, so the round table is an opportunity for us through guests or through Jenny or through the eyes of whoever, you know, is watching is to take an opportunity to take what we talked about on Sunday, go a little bit deeper and get, again, a fresh perspective on how does it play out in the midst of uh, people's lives. Instead of it just being a message where people listen to, maybe remember, don't remember, mm-hmm. the round table is to take it, listen to it. Uh, hear it, but go deeper inside of it. So we're in the middle of the series called Amplified. And so did you know that? I did. You did? <laughs> I was a part of the, the meeting. So in the series Amplified, 
voices that are amplified that shouldn't, and then amplify the voice of God. So this week we talked about opinion. Um, and so we'll get in and read a little bit of the scripture. So let's talk a little bit about one of the scriptures that we're going to look at is Jesus says, who do people say that I am? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how it starts mm-hmm. off. So I want to start a little bit with that. So Jenny, in your life or Taylor in your life, have you ever had those times where you've thought about, I wonder what people think about me? Every day. <laughs> yeah, when don't Every I? Every day. Huh? When don't I? Do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, right? Fun you just fact. said that. So Fun I, fact. I remember like a specific moment. I was at Crestview Middle School in seventh oh, grade. I, I was an only child. You at, can remember seventh grade? You can? Like this moment. <laughs> no. This seventh moment. grade, or yes, don't listen to me. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things I forget, but... I okay, remember so you remember this. seventh grade. Crestview was I'm the I'm sitting at a desk, and there's... There, I forget all the people around me, but you're in like four desks facing each other. And these, they were friends of mine that I grew up with from elementary school. Exactly. Friends. They were friends. I was a loner kid. Like I didn't go to the campus life events. I sat at home. I, my parents weren't together. In I didn't have grade? that. Yeah, my parents were never together. But it was just like this. I felt outside of that conversation. And I always remember these kids would just talk about, hey, do you want to go to that? game on Wednesday around and I, you yeah but and I was just sitting there like this sucks but I remember thinking like what do they think about me and how can I be more like that and what it did it, I, I never would forget it because I remember I was the kid this this girl she looked at me and she said you don't talk much you should talk more we'll, we'll talk and I just, I just remember that situation that seems relatively wow. impossible if you've been around Taylor at any amount of time. Yes, oh, I right. know. Hey, Taylor, can you talk? Yeah, can you not talk, please? <laughs> is that the camera? <laughs> Ask Erica. Is that true? Huh? She'll say, yeah, mm-hmm. I talk all the time. Yeah, you do. But I worked on it and actually ended up becoming like a huge tool to use in ministry is that now when there's people in a room, I'll just walk up to someone and have a conversation. Yeah. And it'll be like I've known them for 10 years. Yeah. So you're saying like having somebody's opinion helped. No, at first it didn't. It hurt me. And at first I felt really distant, but I immediately fell into the enemy of comparison of like, I need to be like these people. But really what I found, I think once I found my calling was that I did have something inside of my heart that was like, you are really good with communicating. And there was something holding me back then that I have access to now. So the opinions of other people kind of helped you in a sense. It was like a motivator. Yeah. Like it was it was bad in the season, but it was good. And I have to be careful of it because it's still comparison. Mm-hmm. It's still somebody's opinion over my life. And that's, I mean, part of what you talked about on Sunday was the get behind me Satan kind of thing. I loved that. Like I that can project shirt. you forward. Like initially I can, it was like two complete different circumstances, but it was like the same person. Right. Yeah. And so Jenny, with you, same thing, you struggle with like wondering what other people think about you? Yeah. Uh, I guess it's getting a little bit better. Like it used to be really, really bad. I mean, I think a lot of it like today has to do with me working in ministry and being, or living the, having the past that I do. Mm. Like that is one thing that I really struggle with. So you think people would look at you and be like, hmm. why, yeah, why is she there? Or she I doesn't that, deserve though. it. Or... Cause I mean, I left for 10 years and people, I, when I come back and they're like, yes, what do you do now? <laughs> I'm like, I work at life church. And they're like, yes. You uh, what? I'm guilty of that. I thought that. But no, but I, I, 
<laughs> I was just like, Jenny's what? like, yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Well, too. when I saw your post, like when you were living out in California, I'm like, Which like post? that's what intrigued when me. When I was, when I was at the when church. you're speaking, like oh, the we, one of you and Erica when you're sitting there, like that, oh, that was, was like our test. Yeah, one yes, of our testimony videos, that was amazing. Yeah. Well, again, so in both of your circumstances, did the opinions or do the thoughts or opinions of other people shape? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The things that you do? I mean, in a, even in a bad way, like in the worry of what somebody else will think, does it now, change? No, no. I L- think now? like... I so you don't worry about the opinions of others now? Not so much. I think part of it's coming from I know who I am. And part of it's like, you. I, everybody can have their opinion. Mm-hmm. And you can say what you want about me, but like, I take things with a grain of salt. And not much offends me. Even from people who are close to you? Well, people close to me, I think that's... They suppress their opinion and they tell you lies. What? You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, I think people are scared of confrontation, so they don't share their opinions. Or they conform to my beliefs Mm. so that we can have a conversation. Wow. Like, if I, if you know, if, let's say you're a drug addict of 15 years. (laughs) Sorry to look at you. Why are you using me? Why use a mic? Because I was. Say you're a drug addict. (laughs) That's a bad example. Hey, Jenny, let's say you were a drug addict. So, like, two years ago? So whatever time frame, okay. when somebody comes up to you and you know they're in ministry, the first thing you do is change the way you really talk about yes. your past. Yes. And there's this barrier. Yeah. So you don't really share your real opinions with me. You share what you want me to hear. I found that a lot with people who know me. You think that's everybody? People close to me. Oh, okay. But when I'm meeting with people who come to church and they want to talk, that's a little different. And I don't really, like, I have boundaries with people's opinions, too. Like, if they start talking politics, I, like, Ugh. tell them out up front, like, I don't really care. Yeah, no thanks. I'm not going to talk about that with you. I have my opinions, and it's not going to change. Peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> politics. But, like, I just, I, I think I've learned to put boundaries up in certain areas of my life. But I know for sure, like, opinions used to shape who I was. Before, especially before I was a believer. Mm-hmm. Like, I lived for people's opinions of me. Hmm. Like, if it was a bad opinion, I was like, how do I make it better so that it pleased you? Yeah, because part of it is is that people have a natural tendency to be people pleasers. Yeah. You know, and uh, so... Who said that to me today? That you're you an apple... about yourself today. To a people pleaser? Yeah. No, somebody said Oh, no, said you it. said it to her. Somebody... Oh, you oh, did. Yeah. No, you are. I couldn't remember where I heard that from. Yeah, we I was like, said I know like ten, We said it like 15 minutes ago. I know. Because that... you're up till 2 a.m. trying um, to make sure people like our posts. Not necessarily... It was doing. I was doing my job. <laughs> I was. Why is that funny? Are people pleasing? No, no, no. no doing no. social media. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was the... actually like doing work. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, for real. No, but again, let's I talk. Had deadlines. No, man. let's talk about the diff. So let's make sure we have a difference because yeah. a couple of things you guys brought up, and I think this is important for our listeners. There's a difference of having an opinion about politics. Yeah. Yes. And an opinion about who you are. Well, those yeah. are facts, aren't they? Well, not all politics are, but. Well, no. Well, no I mean, again, it, but so, but I'm saying like I have an opinion of you, and this is what I this is what I'm saying is is that. All of that kind of stuff. I don't. That's why I think it should be okay to sit in a room with people and listen to their opinion when it comes to mm-hmm. politics, the coronavirus, yeah. wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. Like I don't really care. Let's just listen to all of them because at the end of the day, they're just opinions. And at the end of the day, everybody's going to back it up with their own support. But it's yeah. still just an opinion, right? Yeah. right? And everybody you. should be able to have one. Which this is what I think we need to be careful of. Everybody should be able to have an opinion, and you shouldn't have to be mad at them for having one. Exactly. Right. But what I think Christ is talking about inside of the scripture is when 
we have this self-image issue, mm -hmm. you know, that that other people's opinions shape mm -hmm. the thing that God should be shaping for us. And part of it yeah. just is, is because we don't know who we are. We know who we are because people, even if it means that people haven't told us, we've become something and we're, yes. we found that we're good at it and we define ourselves by. Yeah. Like, I'm good at these things, so I'm defined by, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So just give an example. What's something you're really good at, Jenny? Um, well, I was going to say something before that, okay. but along the lines. Okay. Like, opinions can also prevent you. I mean, you just said this on Sunday, like, prevent you from doing what you're supposed to do. Like, for me, the biggest thing that I'm affected by when people have their opinion on is my personality. Mm. So if people are saying I'm too much or... Uh, just annoying or which I know I can't be, but I can say that, but you can't, <laughs> <laughs> but like those things, my personality for what I am being used for, like it would stop me from doing right. like the things that I should be doing. Right. And I would, well, and, and part of it is, so think about this for each one of us. So for each one of us, we have these things that have somewhat defined us, right? Yes. So, when people have an opinion about something that hasn't defined us, it really doesn't affect us, mm -hmm. right? So if you define yourself as a hard worker and somebody calls you lazy, yeah, right, that happened to it, me actually. If somebody, not that one, right? But, but yes. you see what I'm saying? Like you have these things that you personally yeah. have defined that make up you. They right? hurt worse, right? Well, that's my point. So yeah. the point is, is that we can say a people's opinion doesn't matter until it hurt, until it goes oh, yeah. to the yeah. thing that you've defined yourself by, mm -hmm. yes. right? So I'm defined by back. To why do so many preachers burn out? Because they're defined by their message, right? Yeah. If you've ever preached a message on Sunday morning, the hardest thing is you spend 20 hours a week doing it, and it takes you 30 minutes to deliver it, and yeah. at the end, everybody just walks out, and you're like, I wonder if that worked. Did it not work? You know. You, but again, if you get caught up in that, like I'm defined by, that's why I say in all these churches that have become cults, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Those pastors are defined by their what they can deliver on a Sunday morning. And so the way that that yeah. delivery happens is because they're putting all of their eggs in this idea of being so charismatic yeah. and so good on a Sunday morning that that's what defines them. So yeah. all of their mm -hmm. effort is put into something. And if the first person that says anything about that, it just totally wrecks them. Or leaves. Yeah. That's then my they're point. wrecked. Right, they're wrecked leaving. because I listened yeah. to a message or I was wrecked because, and it, because you were defined by... Yeah. My first sermon here, I had a... 19 year old kid come up to me and tell me that I could fine tune my public speaking skills. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, okay. Yeah. But that's, a, but like, again, I, but it was a, it was one of those things. It was like, I know what I need to do. I know the things that I can work on, but I know what God's called me to do. And that's one of those things like that could devastate someone from their calling. Uh, if yeah. you had, a, especially if you had an ego, like a really big ego, that would, that would obliterate someone. And I was just kind of like, did it hurt a little bit? Like, yeah, it's like getting rubbed with sandpaper. But at the same time, it's like, but what is that? How, how am I going to let that hold me back? Or is, that, is it going to push me forward? And, and that's, again, I use it as motivation to be like, well, number one, the kid's 19 years old. Right. Like, and number two, I know what I said. And I know what I, I think part of what you had Sunday was like, I knew the truth behind the message and that people received it well. And even if it was just for one person, then public speaking skills aside. Well, do you I, think that he like actually meant it in a bad way or Yeah, because think... he was uh, let me let me just phrase this nicely. He's a very opinionated college student mm. of today's world. Cuz I could see it the other way of like trying to help you. Like his opinion 
but you take it, it is a certain a, Jenny, way. And you bring up a good point. It is a balance. So there yes. has to be this balance right. where we listen to the wisdom of people, yeah. right? Like there is that balance. But again, what I want to get into or what I think is going to be really important is there are some things that because of the opinions of people mm-hmm. and because they have cut to the deeper parts of who yeah. we are that have shaped decisions for people that have kept them out of yeah. the will of God, kept yeah. them out of doing the things of God because of the opinion of other people. Yeah. So the big question on Sunday was, how do you guard against that? So what is your tools, Jenny, as a people pleaser that you can share with the audience? Like what would be a tool to keep somebody or how do you guard, you know, against those types of things happening with you? Um, I don't know. That's a really good question because it is something that I'm still like working with, especially okay. being on social media so much. Um, I think I even had this conversation with my mom. It's like it affects me personally when something isn't doesn't do as well mm-hmm. or doesn't get as much likes or right. and that's some of the some of that is because or I stay off of social media because of those things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So to be on it all the time and so much, I have to really, really like take back and like take a step back and look at myself and just try to not be like make it personal. Yeah. Right. Because know. you could, like, as an example, like part of one of the guards that you could put in the motivation for you to do social media in the way that you're doing is to honor God, mm-hmm. right? And so the the ebbs and flows, the highs and lows of whether it did or didn't work, right? We yeah. were talking a little bit about that Sunday. Don't define yourself by whether it did or didn't, but right. define it by the motivation behind it, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we have to always come back to. That's part of a guard. Like when we go out there and, and you do any, because anybody, because this is the problem I think with people because they get hurt by other people's opinions, then they'll never put themselves out there anymore. Yes. Right? So you'll yeah. never say anything. Yep. You'll never talk about anything you'll never take a chance doing anything because the one time you did it somebody had an opinion yeah and that's what i'm saying if that only happens because you're defined by things you should never be defined by Mm -hmm. you know so for you a practical thing would be just make sure that you guard it right like on how much you are on social media taylor thoughts on ways that you can guard your heart or you just not care about anybody's opinion (laughs) no i think part of it's like an identity thing like who do i let define my identity and you kind of touched on that i think a little yeah on sunday but it's like if I let the world define me, I would just belong to the world again. And it's not the world who created me, who created my identity. So like learning who I am in Christ, it literally been a transformation of who I was growing up here in Huntington and who yeah. I am now back here in the same city. Right. I think I've told you before, like I feel dead, literally have felt dead to my old self. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think part of that helps me because when somebody shares an opinion and I have an identity and I know where it's rooted in and the truth, I, that's my measure right. of like, is this, is this an opinion that could benefit me? And actually like, I maybe need to listen to what you're saying to me to help me grow. And I need to own up to that. Or is it something that's just like out there trying to prevent me from where I'm going right. and where God's calling me to. Yeah, like so yeah, really think, look at it. Yeah. So my identity, as long as I understand who I am and who God's called me to be, I think that really helps me with the opinions of others. And yes. remembering like your new self. Yeah. Right. Like that's Absolutely. what I have to do right. very often. Oh. And like how I would act well, back I think, then. Yeah. Because part don't. of it's like there are character traits that have transferred from before I was saved to yes. now that I'm trying to repent of and move past like anger. Right. Like I used to just snap. I mean, and there's <laughs> times where like I find myself today, Erica, 
we were putting shelves up at the house. <laughs> oh, great. China <laughs> shelves, and they kept falling what down. What kind of shelves? China. Why? They're from Target. Oh. And they kept falling off the wall. Like, <laughs> and they were knocking things off, plug-ins off the wall. You were mad? Oh. What made but you I, mad about that? Because I hung it up. I don't know how many oh, times. Oh, you hung it up. Oh, and they just kept <laughs> falling off the wall. We, we see the problem here, Nick, anywhere. <gasps> what? What's <laughs> it, the problem? No, it's Taylor hanging shelves on a wall. Like oh, the that's wall, the problem. The yes. wall isn't defective, just no. so we're all on the same page. Me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm getting mad. And, like, Erica's like, I know. Joking it off. But it, Well, she's laughing, but that part of me knows that it's a different response than I would have normally had. Normally, I had gone off. I'd have punched a hole in the wall. Broke or the uh, broke the yeah, things shelves. and you know said yeah. select words. But she's laughing because she knows I'm fighting it. Right. And she sees a different reaction out right. of me. So she's sitting there with like crew holding him, laughing at me. Yeah. And I'm really frustrated. I'm like, Erica, I need you to come here, please. And you know we get everything to work out. But like, if I don't learn that that was the old me and continue to deny that right to reign in my life, mm-hmm. like if somebody said you're an angry person, I'd be like. I need to keep working on getting rid of that anger. Sure. You know, so there are, there are, there's health to an opinion, but again, it comes down to like, what do I value and what am I doing it for? Right. Yeah. So let's wrap up this section with the last part of how Jesus talked to Peter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in the scripture, he's like, Simon, you know, yeah. which was Peter's name yeah. beforehand. He's like, listen, Simon, Simon you know, you, you have this and this is who you are and you are going to be Peter. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and we're going to build the church on you. You're going to be the rock. The gates of hell will never prevail again. So he gives this picture of who Simon could be by mm-hmm. calling him Peter. Yeah. And I just think that's so important for two reasons. I love that. You know, one reason I would say is most of the time, that's something that I have a huge value on. So when I sit down with Jenny, I'm never looking at Jenny, who she is today, right. but who God wants her to be in the future. So every time that I meet with her, it's not really necessarily about, let's look at this, but let's look at who God sees you to be. And my responsibility is, is to help her see the same thing. Right. Same with Taylor, same with Nick, really anybody that I work with. And I think that's vitally important. Yeah. Number one, for us to see ourselves as God sees us. Mm-hmm. So we have to take the time to say, he's not seeing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's seeing this, and so we need to go there. And when you're working with other people, it's the same thing. Because how easy is it to be like, she's so annoying, he's mm-hmm. so annoying, you know, or today he's very much this, and because of that, we don't see past yeah. those things. Or, I mean, a similar situation, it was before I got hired on this job, like I hadn't thought about my old life in a while or had felt that I was who my past is. And when I was um, because of they found out of my past, the job that I was hired to, and I lost that, it brought, I wasn't necessarily super sad about the job, it was the fact that they told me I was a felon, and I, right. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like... But you're like, I'm not a felon, but they're well, like, I you are. What, but, right, like, no, yes. but you're not living that life, yes. but they're calling you that. Right. But yeah. they couldn't look past yes. this to right. say, but we see the Jenny in the future. Yeah. Right. right. That's or what even you're today, saying. they right. couldn't like, and, see that. And we, we've talked about that when we did the Fishers of Men series, or Go Fish series, mm-hmm. and when he, when he called Peter out onto the water... 
he did that because he knew who he was or he knew the faith within him. That he and Peter step didn't out. even really know that he had the faith until he did it. Right. Right. Until he took the step. And I think that's what you mentioned. He says he calls him Simon Barjona. Mm-hmm. But then he, you know, and there's like this hopeful moment of like, he's going to build the church. He's changed my name. Like right. all of mm-hmm. this positivity, like life's great for him. Well, but, G- yeah, and Jesus knows he's going to deny him. Jesus knows exactly. he's going to make yeah. all these mistakes, but he still sees yeah. who Peter, who he could be in the name of Peter, right? Yeah. Like that's, and I think that's important for all of us to yeah. just, Agreed. for two reasons. One, one of the reasons that I think about the future all the time is because I think it's this, that God's continuing to mold us, so we should always be looking to what he wants to mold us into, Yeah. right? And I think the other part of it is if you're really going to work with people and make a difference in the world, you have to see them for who they could be, not who they are. Absolutely. Yeah, that's you know. good. Yeah. So let's let's end this part with, before we get to our fan section, advice, Jenny or Taylor, that you can give to our audience when it comes to listening to the opinion of others and or how to approach other people and not let opinion affect their lives. Advice? Taylor, go first. I mean, part of what I do is meeting with people. And one thing I consistently see, especially if it's someone I knew before I left for the military, they immediately, they clam up. They don't want to share everything until I tell them, like, listen, you know who I was. I know who you, like, you knew who I was. I know who you were. But understand that I don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about how we're getting into tomorrow or how we're getting past where we're at today. Like, how can you become better? What do you need to get rid of? And I have to do that to myself. But a lot of times people hold themselves down because they forget that if they're not a believer, they think that we don't bleed the same blood. And it's like relating to them like, no, listen, I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. We have to admit that. We can't go forward until we admit that. But how can we make ourselves accountable to to growing and who Christ has called us to be? Because everybody wants to hold themselves down with their identity. And... To be known by a human is kind of scary, but to be known by God is almost more fearful to me because, like, he knows everything. Right. You only know what I tell you. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we can learn to take opinions from people lightly, but, like, understand the real story. Yeah. Like, I want to know who you are. I don't care about all of the mess that goes with it because mine's just as messy. Right. I just want to know your story so I can help you rewrite it. Right. And that's what I think we can do in relationships with people is like, your yesterday can be different, completely different than tomorrow. Right. Jenny, thoughts? I think that like my advice would be, and something that I've had to do in my life, is to not take the opinion personally. So flip it around to that might be a lot of times when somebody has an opinion about you negatively, it's because they're struggling with it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been told my whole life. But I think, again, it's an age thing that opinions come easier as you age. But it really is true that somebody projects what they're going through on you and they don't even realize it. So really trying to not take the things that people say to heart and take it personally and to really focus on who you are today and then who you will be. And just to know that that's everything that's being said, if it's negative, is not of you like is not you well I think that's real quick like what you said Sunday was that's kind of how you find out who someone really is or even how we find out who we are it's like when you have a lemon and you squeeze it mm-hmm. what comes oh, out yeah. what's inside the juices so until you can understand what's inside of you or mm-hmm. what's inside someone else you'll never really get to know everything about them 
So I think there is like that need to know what's inside of a person. Oh to, yeah, absolutely. To ever do or make any change or help bring someone to even any inside of yourself, you yeah. have to know yourself. Yeah. Because when you know yourself and you know your worth in Christ, yeah. when these things come back and hit you, it's not going to matter to you because you know who you are and you know who your creator is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would say this. This was my advice because this is something that transformed my life. Is is that ask yourself this question. Mm -hmm. Are you okay and are you confident in being a son of the king and a daughter of the king? Because at the end yeah. of the day, that's a lot of the struggle. Like in a, being in a leadership position or doing the things that I do or being out there in a lot of different mm -hmm. circumstances, you everybody has an opinion and everybody can bring and and honestly, some of the things that they say, like that I'm not good at or that mm -hmm. I, I know that's okay because I still am a son of the king who has a heart for the Lord and I can rest in that. Like, yeah. can you really have peace that you are because you will never be enough just so everybody gets it inside of your marriage, inside of your relationships, inside of your being to your kids, yeah. you're never going to be enough. Everybody's going to have an opinion of what you should do to be more. But once you can rest in the fact that I am a son of the king. I am a daughter of the king. He made me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hearing all these things, but I'm okay with it because it doesn't change who I am inside of that. That would be my my advice. All right, let's move forward to the yeah. fan section. Woo! So on to the fan section. Wait, so just let me tell one joke. Huh, hold just on. One we got, joke. No, we got it's we gotta get this. Oh, okay. Let's see the fan segment. Yeah, we I gotta get the we fan segment. We joke. gotta get the fan segment in. Fan segment, so it's always like we ask you to send something in. Okay. And it's usually from Jenny, who has came up with what it day, is. It, like what's going on in the world, and so we want you to be a part of it. So last week she said it's <laughs> National Siblings Day, <laughs> which it really was. I know. I just wanted to apologize to everyone that I maybe misstrewed. Is that a word? <laughs> no. You might have misconstrued. Misconstrued. Rude. Either way. Mystery. So you remember you what we do that? in the fan section. They're being emailed the roundtable at lifehuntington.com. Round the roundtable at lifehuntington.com. We want you to send feedback, which we still haven't got any yet. Is that true, producer Nick? We've gotten yes. a lot of pictures. Pictures, but no like questions. Hey, we, we gotta love. start somewhere. We love questions. If you guys have like here's some things that on identity or I mean on opinions would like to share. Anything. You know, send that stuff in. We'd love you to use. Um, our email in the midst of all of that. So use our email. But anyway, so we we're going to ask you to participate each week. So this was yes. National Siblings. Uh, I know. It was April day, 10th. but it really wasn't. So let's it was go ahead. April 10th. Yeah, so let's go ahead and look at the pictures that we got. They're still in. good pictures. We love siblings. First one, this is from Candy Smith. Who? Candy Smith. That's my aunt. Wow. That's my mom and my aunt. But Which I, one, too? That's really, I wish you wouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> I think that that is my aunt on the right and so my Candy's mom's on, on the right. left. Okay. No, I would think that's true. Well, because yeah, I think my baby picture looked like the one well, on the Well, more left. important. Okay, next older? picture. Huh? Do you know if your mom's older? My mom's older. She's older. So your mom <gasps> that's me and Kayla when we were little. So we were, even though we're cousins, we were brought up like sisters. Like I that's call you her my left? little sister. That's Jenny. Yeah. I wow. still give that smile. <laughs> Okay. It's a smirk. Sorry, Nick. Did you say that? We got we interrupted you. Who's next? This is Olivia Holland. Yeah, I Isn't can that see so Olivia cute? Yeah. Wow. I know she has to be like twelve or something. That there. is for sure a throwback picture. I know. This is Lindsay Walker. Yes, Lindsay did send this in. Thank you, Lindsay. Actually, I did. 
<laughs> that was from the Dominican. Was so, it really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, my sister. Um, so my sister-in-law, Lindsay, on the left, and then my sister, my mom, and then me in the hat. Okay. That awesome. dinner was awful. Is that Alex Bope? Yep. Yes. Yep. What? That's Alex Bope, yeah. Is it really? I'm loving I all these I literally have pictures. one of these lights, like, right on her face. So, yeah, that's Oh, Alex. yeah. Wow. And her brother. And then we have Julie Hollinger. Yes, and they are at the Niagara Falls. I guessed it. And I don't know which That's not are. the Wabash? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hanging rock in yeah. Huntington? Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that cool, though? Like, what year was that? I didn't want to ask her. <laughs> you just Whoa, really look at that one. The Denny's. Whoa. The Denny's. That's good. That is um, Coyote the, Ugly. So he's got a and close that's the Denny thing. Kids. Denny Kids. Aw. I oh, love that place. That's Forks of the Wabash. This one's from Tammy Little. Oh, that's a little. Holy Give us a whistle. Moly. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I did, sort no, of. It was didn't. sort of. I got a, my <laughs> mouth was really dry. And then this and last one sure was amazing? from Jenny as well. <laughs> so that's my brother on the left. And you on the and right. No, that's my sister on the right. Oh, I'm not in there. It. Do you remember the movie Duncan Checks In? No. Okay, so, so let's vote. Disney What's our vote? Do you got to vote, Nick? Ooh. Did you have a vote? We have to vote on the best of those photos? Yeah. Yeah. Because then favorites. they win something, right, Jenny? I like the Niagara Falls. Jenny, what do they win? A gift certificate. To? Cafe of Hope. Okay, got it. Um, I like, I vote for Julie's, the throwback to the Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Yeah, that was cool. I kind of like the Littles. Yo. That's insane. I, I like the Littles. Imagine. How are you going to give out gift cards to the Littles? No, just the person, to the that person sent who sent it in. Who sent it in? Tammy. Tammy. Oh, yes, so that's right. Be, yeah. She was our, I think that was I mean, I love one. the Littles. I'm a, I have to go Alex, though, because she's in my small group. <laughs> I'm going the littles. Like that was uh, amazing. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah, so Tammy. Tammy wins. Fan segment. Thank you everybody for sending in your pictures. So next week. Yes, next this week. is what you want you to send in. So it is National Coffee Day today. And by the way, if you go to Cafe of Hope, they are offering a free small coffee today and so wow. you don't have to buy anything one per person you can get cream and sugar okay it. yeah so um, let's make so. sure when you send it in here's what we would rather see like you can send in a picture of coffee we'd rather a picture of you drinking coffee oh. okay. like in your favorite spot like yeah, out I got on your oh. for sending in a you know picture like of you're doing your, you're doing your you're doing your quiet time you're yeah, at the cafe lotions. you're outside sipping your coffee i have a yeah, lot of whatever drinks. that is so it's not pictures. just the coffee not ju we would rather it not be just the cup of coffee not like an aesthetic cup of coffee like that really you can't just take picture. your random decor from around the house and then filter it so but that's the best no. no so you can do whatever you want but you can have coffee in it I just know that that's the one he's going to see for. your picture in it yes Remind, reminder whoever sends the picture in is going to win a gift certificate to the cafe of hope Ooh. jenny will be getting a hold of tammy this week to get her her gift yes um inside of that so any parting words or parting advice as we close up today? Um, I just wanted to know if anybody woke up Green Day after September ended. What? Anybody woke up? I think you said up? that wrong. I did. I totally did. Hold on. Yes. Oh. Okay. Did now anybody that woke, wake up Green Day Wait, just, after will you let September? Me finish? I'm thinking about a physical ailment that we all would have. <laughs> now that September has ended, did anyone remember to wake up Green Day? 
That's how I should have said it. <laughs> Wake me up there. when yeah. September Why, rains. that's a song? That's a song? Yes, it is. But, that mean, was hardcore. Uh, all right. It's not over, though. September's still here. Right. It's almost <laughs> over. Hey, thanks, for everybody, for joining us Bye. on the roundtable. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week.